This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. Have you heard about Paul Volcker? He was the 12th chair of the U.S. Federal Reserve. He served from 1979 to 1987. His biggest achievement? Crushing inflation in the United States, and I mean literally crushing it. A year after Volcker took office, U.S. inflation topped 14.8%. For comparison, at the moment it's 8.6%. In three years, Volcker turned it around. By 1983, U.S. inflation had dropped to 3%. How did that happen? From 14.8% to 3%. It was all thanks to Paul Volcker's aggressive interest hikes. But why are we talking about him now? Because America is facing another Volcker moment. Inflation is at a 40-year high. Fuel and food prices are rising every month, so all eyes are on the U.S. Federal Reserve and its chairman, Jerome Powell. On Wednesday, he announced the latest interest hike, 75 basis points or 0.75%. It's the biggest increase since 1994. Clearly, today's 75 basis point increase is an unusually large one, and I do not expect moves of this size to be common. From the perspective of today, either a 50 basis point or a 75 basis point increase seems most likely at our next meeting. We will, however, make our decisions meeting by meeting and we'll continue to, to communicate our thinking as clearly as we can. Not quite a full Volcker moment, probably Volcker light. But there are two big takeaways from this announcement. A, the Fed is panicking. They have admitted that inflation is spiraling out of control and B, economic growth will be hit. That's a foregone conclusion now. The U.S. is bracing for a period of falling GDP and unemployment. The question is, what shape will it take? Will it be a slowdown? Or will it be a full-blown recession? U.S. finance giant Wells Fargo says recession is now inevitable, that 2023 will be recessionary in America. And if America falls into recession, the whole world will follow. The Fed is trying to prevent that to control inflation and prevent recession at the same time. Let's understand how. By raising interest rates, the Fed is trying to reduce money supply. It is trying to suck liquidity out of the economy. But that does not happen overnight. Money supply takes time to correct, which means higher inflation could persist in the U.S. It's not going away anytime soon. And if that is the case, what does the Fed do? What will be their next move? That's what the stock markets are interested in. Will there be more hikes or not? And if yes, by how much? The Fed chairman did drop a hint on Wednesday. He said a 50 to 75 basis point hike is likely in July. He gave no indications of a 1% hike. And that's when the markets rebounded. The Dow Jones closed 1% up. NASDAQ was up 2.5%. Standard & Poor was up 1.4% at closing. Why are markets cheering the Fed's move? Because of three reasons. Number one, the Fed has finally admitted the problem of inflation, and that has calmed down investors a bit. Number two, the markets had factored in a 75 basis point hike, so this was not a surprise. After the inflation data last week, investors were expecting this move. And number three, the Fed chair said he did not expect such hikes to be common, so the markets breathed a sigh of relief. Across the world, central banks are doing the same. The Bank of England raised interest rates by 25 basis points today. It was their fifth consecutive hike. So did the Swiss National Bank. Their lending rate was minus 0.75%. It has been bumped up 
to minus 0.25%. Now, this is a very significant move for Switzerland. Their last interest hike was almost 15 years back. So you see the global economic pressures are forcing everyone to act. More than 50 central banks have increased rates this year by how much? At least half a percent. This includes India, Australia, the US, England, all major economies in the world. So that is what the big picture looks like. But what does it mean for you? How will all of this impact your monthly budget? Here in India, there's another worry. And that's called imported inflation. Let me explain how it works. The Federal Reserve's actions have strengthened the US dollar. The data should make it clear. By the start of May, the US dollar was trading at 76.5 rupees. One dollar was equal to 76.5 rupees. Now one dollar equals 78 rupees. And what happens when your local currency weakens? Your imports become more expensive. You must spend more rupees, more money to buy the same quantity abroad. And that includes everything, fossil fuel, food, cooking, cooking oil, cars, whatever you import is going to cost more. So India will now have to pay more for imports. And that is called imported inflation. Another problem in India is the exodus of foreign investors. The rupee does not excite them anymore. So they're pulling money out of Indian markets. Again, let's look at the data. In 2021, foreign investors pumped 25,000 crore rupees into the Indian markets. That's not total investments, that's net investments, 25,000 crores. This year, they have pulled out 1.9 lakh crore rupees. And remember, we are only in the month of June. By the end of this year, this figure could be bigger. And this fear is haunting emerging markets. India's Nifty closed more than 2% down. China's Shanghai, Shanghai Composite, closed 0.6% down. The Hang Seng slid more than 2%. Clearly, investors are not confident. They fear something worse is around the corner, maybe a recession. The question is, have central banks done enough? They were trying out a soft landing, a sort of balancing act between taming inflation and avoiding recession. Have they achieved that? Well, they haven't yet. So far, inflation has continued to rise and economic output has continued to fall. And that needs to change. If the interest hikes work, Inflation will start cooling down, then central banks can loosen liquidity, they can allow more cash in the market. If not, we could be looking at steeper interest hikes, more EMI bills, slower growth. Back in the 1980s, Paul Walker announced 4% hikes. Imagine that, 400 basis point hikes. But Walker did not have to deal with an economy battered by a pandemic. Neither did he have to worry about a war in Europe. He risked a hard landing and he made it. This time around, the global economy may not be so lucky.